Oh, I need to unplug my fridge again. God damn it. Ah. Uh, dang it. The, the fridge must be unplugged. The unplug fridge. Fight fight the power. Fight the power. Fight the power. Um, <laughs> uh, see, I wanted to just say, after your fridge, welcome back. You know, ladies and gentlemen, all that stuff. But, you know, I feel like I shouldn't be political. So I didn't want to be... You made it political, Sam. I feel like we shouldn't be political I'm, out here. I made it political? I'll make this podcast as political as I goddamn <laughs> want it to be, Andrew. <laughs> all politics all the time. Welcome Back has has stopped being a, a, po- a movie podcast. We're now about politics. Yeah. This is we, the last one where we talk about a movie. Yeah. Ah, that's not funny. What's funny? What's funny? Pete, I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Now nah, everyone com- outside and in between. Now <laughs> that's comedy. Back. I'm sorry. I, I was. Oh, <laughs> uh, now I'm the jerk. Now I'm the jackhole. <laughs> uh, uh, well, welcome back. Welcome uh, back. My name is Sam Bannigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. Uh, should I Should I even ask it? <laughs> Don't you dare. Should I ask it? Uh, I, yeah. Uh, what's, what's today's date? It's May 31st? May today 30th? is the May 31st, 2020. 2020. As we are recording this. So you know what, what happened. You, you know. You know what's up. <laughs> people hopefully history books uh are written and taught if we Uh, still have books if we still the apocalypse um you know i was thinking the other day what what if 2016 was the rapture that's why so many people died and now we're just in the apocalypse i mean i wouldn't be that surprised at this point I'm Andrew Thomas. Um, <laughs> today we watched. No, um, how are you, Sam? I still should ask. Always ask. Check up I on am, friends. I am angry. I am sad. I am scared. I am frustrated about the world. <laughs> um. I'm not scared for myself. I know, like, I'm going to be fine. I'm just scared for people and my friends. Uh, so it's it's a, it's been a very weird day. I woke up to an email from my grandmother. <laughs> she was upset about me posting some stuff on Facebook. And that oh, was really? fun to deal with. Oh. <laughs> and my dad. My dad and my grandmother were both upset about this thing. Really? But, uh, yeah, I stand by it. Uh, we, we don't so, have I, family. Family things are family things. We, we we don't have to do it on air. No, but, unless you yeah, want to. The first thing, no, the first thing I did this morning was write a, re- a reply to my grandmother, a very long mm-hmm. email, explaining my stance. Yeah, on things. That was the first thing I did when I woke up. I woke up. I looked at my phone. I read the email and I replied to it. And then I went and like peed. 
I wish I had. So that's that. that's that's my day. And then I did get to watch a very good movie. So like it balances hey. out a little bit. Um, how are but, you? How? Hey, bud. <laughs> hey, friend. How, how are you? I wish I was like you. I see an email and I go, oh, I need to reply to that. And then I never reply. <laughs> I need to be like you. <laughs> that's what, <laughs> that's my life. Uh, I mean, like, I'm all right. I'm fine. I'm, I, I mean, I'm not fine. Is it, is it okay to be fine? anymore i don't know man i have a, i have a lot of mix it's mix a, of feelings it's okay to be fine <laughs> i have a lot of mixed feelings a lot of a lot of yeah well that's 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 why we're here today bud exactly 1992 right Ooh, 89 1989 yeah 1989's classic film do the right thing, a Spike Lee joint. Yeah, we watched it. I just got we, finished watching it. Sam just got finished watching it. Yep. Sam, what'd you think? This movie was really good. I was like the whole time. I was just like, this movie's great. Like from the the crazy dance at the beginning, all like all the way through. I was just like, I'm into this. This is good. And then it was very emotional, and I was like, "In I was dealing with emotions." And I was like, "This is a good, good, good movie, Spike. You did good." As everyone knows, it's Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. He, he's got it. Um. So yeah, I, it, it was good. I, I very much enjoyed this film. How, what did you think? You've seen this before, but how how did you feel this this time around? I have. I love this. I. I've seen this movie three times in my life. I saw it once in middle school, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. Let's watch Transformers now. Um, then I recently watched it in January, and I was like, yo, is this one of the best movies ever made? Then I watched it today, and I was like, this is one of the best movies ever made. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it says a lot. It it kind of it makes me sad. I want to live in a world where movies like this, great pieces of art, are just out of date. Just like yeah, yeah, I get it. It had its time. Yeah, I but that would, no, be, that this, would be very nice. Yeah. Um. Hopefully one day. But yeah, no, this movie's like. Is just tight. It's been a while yeah. since I've said this. It feels like it, at least. It's tight. It's yeah. a quick movie. It makes you feel a lot. You laugh. Right after you stop laughing, you cry. And then that cry is brought back with a laugh. And then you go, I get it. But also this and that. But also this and that. And then the movie goes, I'm not here to answer your, que- to, to answer your question. You need to figure that out. <laughs> Yeah, that's something on like, you. That's on um, you, baby. This is where I, 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 I love movies and any media, literature, art, whatever. I love it when they can go. Oh no, we're just saying what we believe. You need to believe something. 
see witness this and then make your own thoughts. I I just yeah, it's it's incredible. What it's talk great, about for great. an hour? <laughs> yeah, let's oh baby, let's fucking talk about this gosh darn movie. Yeah, so let's. It's hop so in. good. Yes, I felt like you were it's about to so say good. something. No, just on that note of like you're like crying and then you're laughing and all that stuff. I can't remember when it was, but there was a shot of Sal and he was like just in an argument with someone. And then the camera doesn't move. It just cuts back to Sal and John Tuturo just like pops in, in the background and grabs something out of a fridge. And I was like, I was, I just started laughing so much. Yeah. I was like, this is wild. Yeah. But it's great. Yeah. I, I loved it. Uh, yeah. We want to talk about this cast. Yeah. With all these babies. Yes. These with babies. These sweet, sweet babies. Uh, uh, we got Martin Lawrence. He's in it. Yeah, no, he's, he's good in it. in it. Yeah, <laughs> every okay. Everyone is good, of course. No, I don't think anyone does a bad job. I think everyone's great. I just want. I'm just shouting out some people mm-hmm. who I thought did a good job. Uh, introducing Rosie Perez. Crazy. It's at the at the top of this bad bad boy. We have uh, Sam Jackson before he was Samuel L. Oh, we yeah, all, all up in there. Uh, bah, bah, bah. We got John Turturro, uh, Bill Nunn, uh, Richard Edson, Ruby D, Ozzy Davis, Danny Aiello, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Everyone's just so good. <laughs> Just looking at this cast, it's all it's they're all just solid. Do you want to talk about anyone in particular? Um, so what is the Sal's Sal's name? Sal, that's Danny Aiello. Aiello, Aiello. Sal's I don't know how to say his last name. Sal's great. Sal is. Yeah. I mean, Sal's not. Uh, Sal's not great. Uh, what's the, the actor? The again? actor and the character, Danny Aiello, are top notch. Yeah, top, it was ten out of ten. I think he got nominated for the Oscar for this. Yeah, I bet so. Um, it was a Spike Lee originally wanted uh, Robert De Niro to play the role, but uh-huh. Mr. Bobby D was like, "Nah." And then my guy here, he stepped up to the plate. He, it's like it would be weird to see Robert De Niro. Yeah, he really put a stamp on this character, which is incredible. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, it was nominated for Best Original Screenplay and Best Supporting Actor for Danny Aiello, the guy who played Sal. Cool. And it lost to Driving with Miss Daisy. Yeah, it did. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, and then Driving Miss Daisy won Best Picture just the other year. Yeah. Well, dri- Driving Miss Daisy, but backwards, I guess. But backwards. Rever- reversing Miss Daisy. <laughs> reversing Miss Daisy. Good lord, that sounds like a sex move. <laughs> hey, ba- hey, baby, do you want to do the reverse Miss Daisy? Ooh, yeah! I saw that <laughs> video. Let's do it. <laughs> um, but we gotta say, writer, director, actor. Believe that's it. Probably producer. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he's just all over it. All over it. The Lee who is spiked, Mister Spike Lee, the the spikiest Lee. Um, I mean, like, 
Yeah, let's just talk about them all together as as the auteur himself. What what are the greats? Uh, how did you feel about anything in particular? Strong, good, bad, writing, directing, acting. Uh, I was a really big fan of the of the style. Um, it it felt like even though it was stylized, like there were those moments when people were looking directly into the camera and and talking to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the like weird angles and all these like different stuff that was going on, it still felt just like real. Mm-hmm. Even with all the stylization, it still just felt like, yeah, these are just people living on this street going about their day. Yeah. Uh, and I really liked that. I thought that was really, really well done. This is only the second Spike Lee movie I've ever seen. So mm-hmm. I'm not too sure if that's, I'm sure it is indicative of his entire career because he's one of the greats for a reason. Um, but yeah, just like just straight killing it all, all across the board. If you yeah, want to know Sam's, was, uh, if you want to what? know Sam's thoughts about his, the first Spike Lee uh, appearance in his life, it's caught on on tape. Welcome it back, is, yeah. Episode like Black Clansman. Black Klansman, Black Klansman. Uh, yeah. Highly recommend. <laughs> That's a good. That was like one of our first like big episodes. I want it like was. It was. It's a good. Um, it's a good one. That movie's also great. Go watch Black yeah, Klansman for sure. Um. Yeah. I mean, the the style and knowing how young he is, the confidence. Yeah. They're also uh, they're all such babies. It was like it was crazy. Yeah. The absolute like laser focus vision he had to have from writing it to shopping it to actually making it in Brooklyn, yeah. nonetheless, yeah. It, it is quite incredible. Yeah, he's he's the goat. What, what, what else can we say? What, what um, else can you say about about the Spike Lee? It's just good. Yeah, like it's it it's one of those things it's hard to talk about because it's just like, I think we've talked about this with other directors and other movies. It, it becomes sort of hard to talk about when things are like just really good. Cause it's like, what do you, what, what else do you say? It's amazing. Watch it. It's beautiful. Um, uh, yeah, (laughs) I mean, I absolutely agree. This movie is quite powerful. Uh, Oh yeah. Also, shout out to that. Uh, I really, I really loved the cinematography by Ernest Dickerson. Mm-hmm. Is their name? Uh, lo- loved it. Loved it. Loved what else have the they whole. done? Let's find out. Uh, oh, they did. They've done a lot of. Um, he's directed a bunch of stuff. Uh, let me look at his cinematography. Uh, it looks like he sort of stopped doing cinematography in the early 2000s, but he did Ooh. Malcolm X. Hey. Uh, he did a bunch of episodes of Law and Order. Did She's Gotta Have It. Uh, the Public Enemy Fight the Power video short. Uh, yeah, but he's done a bunch of stuff. He started directing, and it's just directed... A lot of TV stuff, but 
a lot of stuff. Yeah. You directed a bunch of episodes of Dexter. Hey. Yeah. I love Dexter. I know. Um, that's why I said. <laughs> <laughs> Who did the uh, score? Do you know? Let's find out. Yeah, because I was listening to the score this time around. I was like, this is Ooh. great. It's good. That saxophone? Yeah. Oh, it's getting me. Uh, a guy named Bill Lee. Bill Lee. He's done. Uh, he did She's Gotta Have It. School Days. Mo Better Blues. Never Met Picasso. And then he took a break for like 15 years. And he did Window on Your Present in 2010. That was the last mm. thing he did. Mm. Yeah, no, the score is also pretty great. Um, now, Sam, is there is there anything else you would like to talk about with this movie? Uh, it's extremely good. If for some reason you're listening to this podcast and you have not seen it, or you have not seen it recently, just go watch it, man. It is it is poignant for the time and and day that we are we are living in um which is why andrew recommended it for this week's podcast when we were talking uh but it was going to be this or other movies like this Mm -hmm. (laughs) just more modern Uh, but i'm glad we did this one because this has been a blind spot in my in my movie knowledge uh like when when y'all were Y'all were talking about M. Night doing Praying with Anger, being like, oh, you just saw Do the Right Thing. I was like, I haven't seen Do the Right Thing. I don't know what that oh. means. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but now you now, now you I know. understand. Now yeah. I know. Uh, but this movie's great. Um, uh, like, it, it, like, it's so good. It's it's It kind of blew my mind how good it was. Yeah. It, it was one of those incredible. movies. I was just like, oh, this is, oh, this is movies. <laughs> Um, now if you're, if it's okay, I can't make a little speech right now. Of course. (laughs) So, uh, for obviously we'll be talking about this movie some more, but we're about to get into it. So here's the thing. And, and I feel like I can definitely speak, speak on Sam's behalf when I also say this. If, if, if you're annoyed by that, if you just want to talk about the movie and talk about how great Spike Lee is. I don't know. We can't listen do to Black Klansman? <laughs> yeah, listen to Black Klansman. Do it for sure. Uh, you know, I don't I don't care if this gets three listens or 15,000 listens or 15 million listens. Oh, I don't, I'm, a, I'm a simple man. Um, <laughs> it's, this is just, this, we need this. <laughs> Me and yeah. Sam Vanigan and Andrew Thomas just need to need to talk we have a platform we're fortunate enough to have uh yeah so sam uh spoiler alerts for real life and for do the right thing for um, real life <laughs> oh god um i have a question for you what okay if we could show everybody in on this earth, this movie, all at the same time, or not even just one yeah. big drive-in theater. Yeah, 
What do you think are the most important things to take away from this movie? Um, how like how things can very quickly spiral out of your control. How like small moments can lead to big events. Uh, that this is not new. This like this movie came out in eighty nine, and it'd been happening for decades, and that's why Spike Lee knew how to capture it so perfectly. And it's decades later, nothing's changed. Um. Yeah, I think I think those are those are the things that that stood out for me, yeah. and how sort of like normal the day was. It was a very normal day until it wasn't. Yeah, it was the perfect slice of life movie. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about you? For me, it's it's that it's. It, to me, the movie's thesis is, you know, where's it's on its sleeve? Do the right thing. We all need to find out what the right thing is for us. Yeah. It is all different. But I think more than anything is, is that you need to have agency. You, you, you know, it doesn't matter how that agency is. You just have to have agency. Um. Yeah, that's 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 one that's one of those thoughts that come through Andrew Thomas's head. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it. You know, it is crazy to think that the world is still more or less the same from nineteen eighty nine. And for them, it was more or less the, more or less the same from 1969. Yeah, it's yeah, is because it feels like the only thing there is one thing that changed. The only thing that changed is is that everyone has video cameras in their pockets now. Yeah, that's the big thing that really, really changed. I feel like that's why we're seeing more of these protests. In not just 1999 when Rodney King happened, but in 2014 and 2016 and 2017. And now it's, yeah, we can all see it and we all see, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, what really happens to things that happen every day in a lot of neighborhoods. Uh, I think it was Trevor Noah who said it, but... The thing is, is that George Floyd died. There are so many people who have their necks, you know, pinned down by a cop for 8, 9, 10, 12, 30 minutes. But they just didn't die. Yeah. It, it's, it is. Yeah. Makes you think. I saw, I saw a video. <laughs> 
this morning, not even this morning, like maybe an hour or two ago of a cop, like putting their knee on someone's neck mm. while they were arresting them for protesting. I was like, you are just the worst person. Just awful. Just so, just so fucking stupid. Mm. And the only reason they stopped is because another cop just moved their knee. Didn't stop them from like brutally arresting this person. Just pushed their knee off of the guy's neck. Well, to start. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. It was just like, it it was just like, it was rough. Yeah. It, it, It is. Yeah. It's quite crazy. Now, I, I, I just want to... We're doing something new. I hope it's okay that yeah. I'm kind of guiding us through this. I, I'm Andrew, making this up as I go along as well. Andrew, <laughs> if I was guiding us through this, this would be a very bad podcast. <laughs> um, let I kind of want to go through the movie's big points. Um, yeah. And kind of just see how that reflects our own life. This is something new. Sure. New territory. We might do this with every movie. Ooh. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, what's his name? Carlo Esposito. Uh, Uh, Bugging out. Bugging out. He was demanding that, that there should be, you know, some black people in in the restaurant. Um, and then Sal, of course, is like, yeah, no, I'm a hardworking Italian. I'm not black, not saying I'm black, but I was oppressed a little bit too. This is important to me. I want, I want only Italians on that wall. American Italians. Um, I don't, how, how does that reflect life and what we see? Because, uh, the reason why I kind of want to do this is that I feel like this is all in our real life has all just been building up for just a while, maybe since 2016, yeah. specifically November. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, how everything it's like all the dominoes were being set up and now they're just kind of someone finally did ding. Yeah. Um, how, you know. Yeah, let me just say that. How do you think? I mean, I think you know. extrapolating that moment out to like modern times, I think that's like representation in media. Mm-hmm. That there are not a lot of people of color or specifically black people in movies or on TV or doing, you know, all this different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is something that I know has like graded a lot of people. Uh, once I was intelligent and educated on the subject enough, it graded on me mm-hmm. uh, in a different way than it graded on you, I'm sure, or any other person of color. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's probably the like equivalent to now if the, is that sort of what you're looking for yeah I exactly yeah, i kind of okay. just wanted to break that down no 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 we're 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 we're, we're on the same track we're we're, we're yeah, going yeah. up yeah, exactly yeah. um i just i'm just like i just don't want to go off right now so i'm either saving <laughs> yeah. it or hopefully i can yeah. i could not do it at all 
Uh, I think it'll happen. Um, and then we get to the the Korean market, and we got those three guys, and they're sitting out there, and they're judging them. What do you feel like that kind of reflects into the, to our real life? And then, uh, I mean, again, if we're talking about like since November 2016 uh, till now, um, I think that's like the like travel bans and the piece of trash shit fuck garbage person who's in the who's in the white house um one quick thing it kind of just yeah. feels like you know the in the metaphor trump is the sun trump is the heat oh in the yeah. metaphor of this movie <laughs> yeah uh, and trump is, trump is just the thing that's making everything worse it, it's it's and before everyone's like yeah Andrew duh he he is supposed to be the heat for the metaphor yes I know I'm just trying to come on let me live let me live I'm just trying yeah. to let, let, we're just doing a goddamn podcast who cares <laughs> this doesn't matter <laughs> um yeah I just wanted to get that up just before people are like yeah obviously the men lose I'm like I know that <laughs> God. Um. <laughs> um yeah i think i think that's you know the us versus them bullshit and that uh that that garbage peel um spouts all the time because it just i think it's just supposed to show that you know your favorite thing that capitalism is really hurting a lot of us that it kind of it kind of, you know, people unlock the chains to the slaves and they were like, all right, see ya. And now, yeah. not just uh, black people, but everybody who was oppressed is now supposed to start on the playing field of capitalism. And specifically white, straight Christian men are just miles ahead of us. <laughs> and we're like, yo... The shot fired 500 years ago. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That moment, at, like after they burn, I'm sort of jumping ahead, but that moment when they like are, Sal's is on fire and they all turn around and look at the, the little deli. Mm-hmm. And the guy's just like, we're the same. We're the same. I was like, oh God, this is, oh, this is painful. Because of, it, it is crazy. And I, I, I think, think it's because that generation specifically um that i think demer and and, uh mother sister yes yeah they let's be very kind to them and say they were in their mid 50s Uh, they were it was 89 yeah civil rights was just 20 years ago yeah they were fully grown adults during Um, that time they're, like, no matter, like, if they were 50, if they were 70, like, they were adults during that and time. It's, it's, and so were the three, the three, I was about to, my full black was about to come out. I was about to say the three cats sitting on the, on the corner. Um, <laughs> no, the three yeah. guys sitting on the corner. Um, What's his name? Sli- uh, Slim, Slim Dick Willie? What was oh, it? yeah, Slim Dick Willie. 
and uh, Sweet Dick Willie. Sorry. Oh yes, I knew it was something. Something Slim Dick Willie is also very funny. Uh, it's also with them, and I feel like yeah, they would have been kids. Yeah, teens during during the civil rights movement, like and it's just yeah. It's it's wild to see their perspective versus people like uh, Spike Lee, Mookie, and Martin Lawrence, and Rosie Perez. Perez? Yeah? Yeah. Um, And it feels because I was just talking to my dad. He, I was like, man, it must have been crazy. You were in L.A. with the L.A. riot tower happening. So how does that? He was like, yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. That not a lot has changed. And it's like, that was 10 years. Yeah, 10 years from Do the Right Thing. <clears throat> it really just shows that a lot of this is systemic. And and we, it's it for this to be the normal, the norm for so many years, there's a lot of things that we just don't call out. There's a lot of things that yeah. we must see and just don't call out. And... Yeah, if you have anything to add here, I I kind of just ran out of my statement. <laughs> I don't know. No, 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 no. Yeah. This is like if I I am trying to be the best ally that I can in these times. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so I'm I'm happy to shut up for the next twenty five minutes while you talk. Oh no, no! If, this it, is like, a two person podcast. I know you. I know it's a two person podcast, but you know what I mean. I like, know, like, yes. Like I am happy. I will do. I'm good. I don't have to say. I don't have to say anything. I agree with all of your things. I saw. The, I I cried last night before I went to bed at like two thirty in the morning because I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually didn't end up sleeping until almost four in the morning. But anyway, uh, I I watched this video. Uh, from some of the riots in, or protests, uh, it was near a riot uh, in LA, and it was uh, this like older black man, um, then a younger black man, and then like a teenage black man. Mm-hmm. And the uh, adult he was he was arguing with the older black man because the older black man was like, "We have to keep doing this. We have to keep doing this." And the he was like, how the, the guy he was arguing with was like, how old are you? And he was like, I'm 46. And he was like, I'm 31. And this kid is 16. Like this hasn't like, and he started, he was talking with the, the teenager very sternly, but it was just heartbreaking. Cause he was saying like, you and your friends have to find a better way because what we've been doing hasn't worked. Yeah. And he's 46 and it hasn't worked when he's done it. It hasn't worked when I've done it. So you have to do something better because I have a five-year-old son and I don't want him to have to do it. And it was just like heartbreaking to see these men like all feeling the same pain and feeling the same anger across three generations and worried about the next generation. It was, it was just, I cried for like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. afterwards before I just ran out of tears. It's hard. It's rough. Um, and you kind of do bring up a point that I did want to talk about. So let's skip to the end real quickly. You know, Radio Rahid and Bugging Out coming to the to Sal's, play the music, 
protested. We demand some black people on this wall. Sal comes out with the baseball bat, hits it. Then, of course, there's a whole scuttle. The scuttle happens. Scuttle happens. They call the cops. Scuttle, scuttle. Cops. Again, seven cops arresting Radio Rahim. One cop just loses his handle, loses his grip, chokes him out, kills him. Despite other police officers in the moment saying, let him go. Yes. Yes. Uh, We'll get to cops later, but not not quite yet. Um, Spoiler alert, all cops are bastards. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then we... You know, they kill him, they put him in the back of the car, they drive off, then it's just Sal and all the people we've seen for the past two hours. They're like, what is this? How could you do this? How could you have done that? Sal just says, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? More or less. Um, Then we got our boy Mookie, picks up the trash can, throws it through the windows of Sal's, place gets demolished, burnt to a crisp. Yeah. To, to to some some older people, just hold on to hold on to your hats real quickly. Was Mookie wrong? Was Mookie right? Or did Mookie have to do what he had to do? Uh that's I mean that's like the whole that's the whole shit now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that is the whole <laughs> that's the whole shit right there, Andrew. That is, that is. Um, and it's, you I, know, it's a movie. You can all interpret it differently. <laughs> I mean, can you, though, uh, with this one? <laughs> uh, I think I think he did what he had to do. He is part of that community first before he is an employee of Sal's. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I felt very conflicted in that moment when he picked up the trash can. Because at first I was like, yeah. And then I was like, oh, no. And then I was like, but like, yeah. <laughs> it was so it was a very weird. That was the simplest way to put those emotions. But it was yeah. just like. It was. Because in because in the first moments, it feels like justice, right? Yes. It feels like you did this. And this is what you get. Yeah. But then, like, me sitting here in 2020, thinking, like, oh, God, this is only going to... This leads to worse things. Mm-hmm. It, and... Yeah. It, I think... But then also being like, but, like, I get it. Like, you're so angry. And yes. then you respond, like, if 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 peaceful protest isn't working, violence is, is the only remaining option. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I get it. Do it. And this is this is where Spike Lee is a genius. This is where the movie's genius. If you watch the movie and you look at it through Sal's eyes, you get where he destroyed the boo box. You oh, get yeah. it. Is he right? I, no. He pulled out the bat and I was like, I get it. I understand. It fucking sucks. But I get everybody's situation. I get everyone's feelings in this moment. And it it, it and I feel like this is where it relates today is kind of don't let anyone ever tell you that the system is broken. Whoever says that is wrong. They may claim they're educated. They're not. 
I'm just being rude now. No, that's not true. But, you know, don't let anyone tell you that the system is broken. It's not. The system is working exactly the way it was meant to. Yeah. The system system is working as intended. As completely as intended. It if it is, it's on it's on a victory lap right now, actually. Um it is I hear I hear stretching and you're looking away. Do you need a Oh no, I think it's like it's my cat's dinner time, so I think he's just like getting a little getting a little antsy we could take a i little... can take like a t- like yeah. a two second thing to give him food that would yeah great. no for sure and and my main point uh was being with that it's the system working perfectly that is yeah we live in a world where poor people where people People's main decisions, but also their parents, their immediate parents' decision affect their entire life and their entire way of being. Yep. Because, you know, this happened in 1776 when this all started. Black people never had a chance. Yes, there, there, there are artists, there are athletes, there are businessmen and politicians but they are five ten percent of yeah. of so many pockets. Again, this is not just an American issue. This is a global issue. This yeah. is you know. I see this, and I see you know. I hear racism, and it's like yeah, racism of every oppressed person in their certain locale, wherever you are. Um. This is as much about black people as it is about women. This is much as about anyone who this system has left behind and how it was yeah. designed to leave them behind. Yeah. It, 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 and when you realize that, when you see that, yes, yes, I'm going to ruin a target. Of course. Are you... It's okay for you to treat black people with no civility, but I'm supposed to keep up this modern social, you know, uh, guidance to keep this target okay. That insurance will pay off. That 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 you know. Again, I don't want to get into mom and pop shops. That is a different thing. It is, of course. Yeah. If if like if riots happen. Go for the big businesses. Don't don't go for locally owned business because they will not. They don't get as much assistance in these situations as it, Target or Starbucks or Walmart or whatever the fuck will get. It is, you know, it it, it is. I have to say, I because usually I see a riot and. Don't get it. They are in what in certain situations that are happening today. They are riots, but again, we've done this in 2017. We've done this in 2014. We've done this. We did this in 2012. We did this in 1999. We there are so much blood on the on our public servants' hands. And we are shown time and time again that they don't know 
or probably don't care about what they're doing. What else is someone supposed to do? Uh, protesting, change, change is never done, quote unquote, the right way. It's never done. Yeah. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to change it. There is no yeah. right way to change anything. Um, yeah. Sam, Sammy boy, you got, <laughs> got anything to say about that? I mean, I I totally agree. Something that I do want to point out is that mm-hmm. um, every report that I that I have seen um, coming from people who are at these protests across America and in uh, Canada and all over the world is that they are peaceful protests until the police show up. Mm-hmm. There are videos of like people just like sitting in silence with their fists up, or just walking down a street. And just being together. There are videos of people dancing like in protest together. But then the police show up and the police instigate violence or white nationalists who are infiltrating these peaceful protests are instigating these riots. It's a bunch of bullshit. And it makes me I'm so angry right now talking about it. And I don't want to get all angry and yelly on the podcast. But I mean, if, I if that was the time furious, because guess what? I've been We're... furious for like almost a week now. Like I've just been angry. Yeah. And I can't like, I don't know what to do about it. It um, sucks. What? what <laughs> like, I can donate. I can, I can go to local protests and stuff, but it like, it's just. I, just in case if any, anyone who is listening is in a smaller town, you're not in a huge town that's more than likely definitely, definitely protesting. What are you doing? What are you doing? To uh, what are you doing? To there, there are, uh, the, the, there are lots of um, bail funds across the States, um, which are sort of the big thing right now um, because people are being arrested for protesting and, and for all this stuff. Um, and uh, these bail funds help get those people out of jail. So they aren't spending, you know, days, weeks, months, in prison waiting for a trial or whatever for, for mm-hmm. probably nothing. Um, but that's, Hey, the system is working as intended. Keep those people inside. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, so th- those are, those are big. Uh, I personally have donated to the Minnesota freedom fund, but they got inundated with donations. So they've asked like the charity has asked to, to redirect any donations to other funds across the States. Um, I, with the uh, money that I'm getting from Patreon from uh, May and, and June, I'm going to donate that to the Brooklyn Bail Fund because I know there's a lot of stuff happening um, in uh, New York, and that city obviously means a lot to me. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, there like that's those are big things. There are individual GoFundMe's for different families. There are other charities that help uh, in other ways, um, getting supplies and stuff to protesters, water and milk and uh, gas masks uh, and stuff like that um, just to keep them safe. Um, There are, I've seen some other charities pop up for, for different, for a bunch of different things. There are lots of threads. Like if you see them on Twitter of different stuff. Um, But if you don't want to donate, if like the, if for whatever reason you don't want to (laughs) donate, I don't know why. Um, uh, just to be you can fair also to, support. Yeah. Just to be fair to anyone who's not donating, let's also not forget a lot of people have jobs right now. A lot of yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I, I'm just like it, like financially, if you don't want to donate mm-hmm. for whatever reason, uh, there are also lots of 
uh, like black owned businesses that you can order from online. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot owned by black women specifically, a lot of jewelry and makeup uh, and clothing brands uh, that you can find um, or black artists, small black artists that, that uh, are around, donate to them, buy their stuff, buy their merch, buy their album, buy Support them on Patreon. I was about to say, support them on Patreon. (laughs) Yeah, like there are lots of different ways. Um, But if you don't have the money, that's also totally okay. Like, I I fucking get it. Um, Yeah. There are petitions across uh, Canada and the United States um, for the stuff that's happening in these countries. Um, It's happening in other countries as well. I I just don't know the, the details of, like, what's going on in Germany and all that sort of stuff. I, yeah. I sort of know North American things, um, but there are there are dozens of, of um, petitions and stuff that you can sign uh, online um, and and help out however you can. Uh, if you want to be really active, you can always like contact your local government and be like, "Hey, what are you doing about this?" <laughs> and yeah. make them take action uh, because like. In theory, again, it doesn't always work, but in theory, politicians and stuff are there to represent their constituents. And you, if you are a constituent, if you live in a place, so those are, those are ways to help out. Uh, yeah. Or, or even, even if, if you don't want to do that, retweet some stuff, retweet like other people talking about this stuff, retweet important thoughts, retweet uh, like messages and, and from people who are on the ground. I'm not talking about like, don't like almost no celebrities are doing anything important right now. Mm-hmm. So don't fucking bother. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like just doesn't. Uh, but there are protesters and, and uh, uh, leaders in, in those sorts of spaces that are, are speaking out. Uh, and have a lot of good things to say and to listen to. Um, that was, I talked a lot. There's a lot of things you can do. Yeah, no, of course. Um, there's there's two more things that I went to bring up and then we'll skedaddle. Yeah. Um, and it's time to talk about the Boys in Blue. Um, before we get into it, I really want to talk about it, how, they, how cops were represented in Do the Right Thing. Because we only see okay. cops twice. Or third, yeah. a third time, but uh, that's yeah. a monologue. It was all part of a whole different thing. Yeah. Um, it's when the cops come and they turn off the 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 fire hydrant. The fire hydrant. Thank you. Um, and the way they were shown, they were fine. It was they were apathetic at best. Yes, there we go. Um, yeah, and then we get to, of course, when Sal's is they're in the big fight at Sal's, and they choke Radio Rahim. There were some cops were confused. All the cops were, you know, oblivious. Uh, as, as one of my guys said, one of the cops were black. Um, yeah, and just for right now, how do you think it? How? Uh, the film represented cops. Then we'll get into the real uh, world. A- accurately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that's, yeah, that's what I got on that. I mean, I yeah, felt. pretty much. 
That's very accurate. Um, now this is now now guys, this is where Sim and I might start to fight because even as angry as I am, as mad as I am, I am still not hashtag yes all cops. I I, I cannot all cops. All I, cops are bastards. <laughs> A cab. Oh, that's what that means. I've just been seeing it. You oh, didn't know what ACAB was? Yeah, all cops are bastards. Um, forever, five hundred bad cops. I'm not saying there's a lot. I'm not saying there, it, there's enough to even. Uh, let me figure out how to phrase this. Even uh-huh. how yep. to take your time. I don't think there's enough to even justify the system of policing right now and just we sh- I yeah I don't think there's enough cops to justify uh policing how it is being done right now but there are some good cops there are some people who try to help is it the right way is it is it are you hurting the problem by becoming a cop I in the marches I've seen few cops say yeah and march with people uh, it's just I don't know why but I just can't find it in my heart I really wanted to I really wanted to find it in my heart to say all cops but if there's just one one person who's trying to help I can't say all of them it's it's I don't it's the blanket statements that got us here again these blanket statements about cops, they're not wrong at all. But I just, I can't do that. But Sam, this is, I think this is your moment now to get yelly yelly. Uh, yeah, all cops are bastards. Uh, that's how it is. Hmm. Um, here's where that blanket statement thing, because that was the thing that uh, my grandma mentioned in the email. Uh, she was, <laughs> whatever. Um but like making a blanket statement about cops is very different than making a blanket statement about other people. Of course. Yeah. Um, because all cops chose to be a cop. Yes. Every single one of them has chosen to be a part of and uphold a system that is inherently racist and sexist and homophobic. That is the entire policing system is built on those foundations. That's how it is. Cops started as people who hunted down escaped slaves. That's where it started. Why do you think they're there? That's where American cops started. It's where American cops started. It's where Canadian cops started. It's where a lot of cops started. Um, It is that system that is built on top of that. So every single cop has chosen to be a part of that. Even if they want to be on the inside so they can try and change it on the inside, it doesn't matter. You've chosen to be a part of that system. You've chosen to uphold that system because you aren't, you can treat the people that you interact with with respect all you want. It doesn't change the fact that the system that that you are interacting with them in is racist and sexist and homophobic. That is just how it is. That, like, we said it earlier, you said it earlier. The system is working as intended. The system is working as racist and sexist and homophobic. So it's not going to change. 
cops. Oh, just some other fun, fun facts about police. Uh, at least 40% of police are domestic abusers. That is the highest percentage out of any other um, career. Just That's just it. And th- those are only the people who have actually come out and said anything about it. Because if you're being abused by a cop, who do you go to? Your cop's drinking buddies? Your cop's colleagues? You can't go to anybody. Because they'll just because we've seen time and time again, cops protect their own. Right yes. now, all these cops in riot gear are there because a cop killed a man. He he committed he murdered a guy. It's on video. You can watch it right now. It's horrible. But these cops are defending him. That's that's what's happening, and it's it's infuriating. Cops are uh, the police force attracts more people with uh, sociopathic and psychopathic personalities than any other career because of the power that they are given. Uh, Cops uh, also attract more uh, white nationalists and Nazis and white supremacists than any other career because of the power they're given over minorities, over this racist and sexist and homophobic system. They are rewarded for doing those things, for being who they are, for being horrible, horrible human beings. They are rewarded for it. It, It's an insane thought to me that people want the cop, like want cops around. I have, I like, I am, I am a, I am a six foot tall, like pretty, like I'm hunky, not hunky, chunky. You're hunky to me, Sam. I'm I'm a hunky, chunky (laughs) white boy. Uh, I'm a six foot tall, like 200 pound white guy. I, I am the thing that, that, that the system is designed to protect. Uh, and every single time I've ever interacted with a police officer, I have felt threatened and in danger, or I've just been harassed or my friends like you have been harassed by police for nothing. I will say like my, it's, it's awful. I hate it. I hate it so much. I don't want to go into like the stories of the times that I've been harassed or I've seen harassment, mm-hmm. but like it's happened. I've of never, course. never once in my entire life have I seen or been a part of a, an interaction with a police officer that made me feel safe or made the people involved feel safe. Never once in my entire life. So all cops <clears> are <throat> bastards. That's where I'm at. I will, I will say it until the system changes and they aren't. I will say it every day. And that is a hundred percent fair. I just, in my twenty-four years of living, uh, looking the way I look, I have met a few cops who are good, who have I, I have as I have been a, in a part of a lot of situations with cops where they're not so great, but I do see some, and uh, I get that. It, I, it I guess is, that, there like is a like level of, course, of leadership that yeah that peers need to have, and which we're dying right here, man. Like this is this is where again I I will never try to change the way you feel about cops. There are people who believe what you believe about cops need to exist, or else things won't change. It, it, I I commend you, but 
I encourage if you are righteous, if you are good, if you believe in people should be treated like people that you would put your li- your life on the line to save some random black guy. Yes, be a cop because you have to be an example to someone who's bad. You have to. You have to, have to, have to. Or else. Or else. There were four cops with George Floyd. There were four. It just needed one cop to say, what are you doing, you knucklehead? I, I, look, yeah. look, look. My hand's on his back. Look. Yeah. Needed one cop. As I wish I could say as a, as a civilian, I would... Go, hey, cop, what are you doing? At least try to pull him off. Grab, go, another cop. Grab him on the, what are you doing? But I can't. I get shot. You're not supposed to mess with police like that. But police should should mess with people like that. Police need to be policed. And people need me to, to be better. Again, the system is corrupt. The, a lot, the majority of the people within that system are corrupt. But it just it is I'm a believer. There's just one person who can change the who can change the way we think fundamentally. As cities are on fire because of one person changed the way a few people thought. It, it it is it is important to me. Yeah. If you are yeah, never yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> I'm just talking circles. And I give no, everything I, I, that you just said. I understand 100%. what you what what you're saying too, but that's I feel like the thing that always catches me up with that sort of like well the, well we can't say all cops because there are some good cops is it, it feels similar to to saying like not all men mm-hmm. when yeah all men have in some way benefited from the misogynistic society that we live in. It doesn't matter. Like you can be the most proactive allied man in the world. It doesn't change the fact that you have benefited from that system. Yes. In some way or another. And you have like, I, I, I admit I have probably made women uncomfortable in the way that I've acted in the past. Mm -hmm. I am trying every day to be a better person. Like every time stuff like this happens, whenever I I remember a different event, I try and figure out what I did wrong, what happened. Like I've never harassed anybody. I've never assaulted anybody, but I'm sure like unknowingly I've made people uncomfortable. That's how that is. So I, 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 I understand that like, like logically, not all men are horrible, horrible monsters, right? Yes, Andrew of Thomas is one of the nicest human beings I have ever met in my entire life. That's just a fact. Eat a sock, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it doesn't change the fact that, like, I would say I'll say yes, all men, until it's not true. Of of course, and and we didn't, and and we didn't choose to be men. Mm-hmm. People like, chose. We are to be just cops. Me- people choose to be cops every day. That's that's the difference for me. Mm-hmm. Here's like, we didn't choose to be this. We we are born this. Like me, you, like trans men. Like we've all just been born men, and we're benefiting from that system. Mm-hmm. Because because we're just born we're just born this way. Every single cop has chosen to be a cop. 
every single cop has chosen that. They didn't have to. If they wanted to help people, you can become a paramedic. You can become a, a firefighter. You can become a politician. Like you can do a million different things. Uh, but you've chosen this. You've chosen that thing. You've chosen it every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's the, that's the thing that I, I always like in the in the way that you always get hitched up in the maybe there's 500 bad cops and one good cop, mm-hmm. so you can't say all cops are bastards. Yeah, I can't. I can't not say that because they've all chosen it. Like we're just, you know what I mean? Yeah. No. No. Completely. Completely. I. Yeah. I just. I a hundred percent, a hundred, a thousand percent agree with you, and I hope everyone who's listening does. Um, it's just the people who are trying to change. Yes, there is a system that you can't ignore that you chose to be a part of. But every second you you made that choice, every second after that, have to you have to be good. You have to. You you have to carry the burden of being called a murderer because you are surrounded by murderers. Yes. But don't my thing is I just don't want any good cop to be like Man, yeah, let me just be a normal cop. Let me just, this is too hard. I, I say this, I feel like I say this all the time. So maybe I just think it all the time. It It is easy to be evil. It is easy to be bad. It's it very is easy. Easy. It is easy to be close-minded to say, oh, you're a bad guy. Why? Because your jersey, your dark jersey on your skin. Look at that. You're the bad guy. I'm the good guy. End of story. It is it is too easy to live your life that way. You actively have to be better. If you chose to be a cop every second of every minute of all the days, you have to set examples. You have to be better. And you still have to be called a murderer and a pig and turn around and still be good. And to those people who are, those maybe two, two people I'm talking to, I, yeah. Good. But yeah, the rest of you. Um, one last thing. We are running long, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew, my guy, as soon as you were as soon as I watched this movie, I was like, this is gonna be a long one. What what do we do now? Right? Cause I've been walking around all week and I'm like This is we're at the point where it's like what is the difference between this and the Boston Tea Party? What is the Nothing. difference between this and 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 I wish I did French history more, but anything any, after fr- any successful French Revolution. What is the difference? Because you you want to know what comes next? It is a war. <laughs> it, like it, it, it's it's it makes me scared. Is there going to be something? Is, is, cause what, do we go back to life after this? Again? It's, I don't, again. I don't know. I, w- I was talking to a friend of mine last night. It was late last night. And I made a, I made a dumb joke. Um, <laughs> I texted him and I said, remember when our, when our biggest problems were that we slept with some of our coworkers? 
and not a global pandemic and systemic police brutality. And he was like, man, those were, those were simpler times. Yeah. Uh, and we were talking and, and we were, we both sort of around the same time we, he was like, he was like, if there was ever a time for there to be a revolution in the past 30 years, it's now. And I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. If it happens, it happens, man. I just, I, it's horrifying. It's horrifying to think about. If we mess it up, that's my thing. Cause a part of me is like, we, now's the time. If any time's the time, now is the time. Yeah. But we mess it up. Yeah. If if, Trump's in the White House forever, that's it. Yeah. He's in it for the day he dies. He's going to, because then all gloves are off. We really yeah. get to see America's true colors. And they're, uh, and they're very orange. It, it is scary to watch. Um, but hey, we're just two guys with microphones, right? <laughs> we're just two guys with microphones. Who fucking gives a shit about us? Before the CIS and <laughs> the CIS, uh, before, you know, Secret Service comes back knocking down our door for encouraging a terrorist group. Uh, That's the police. We're not encouraging the police. The <laughs> the armed militia that the United States government has in every city. Uh, you know, uh, all I can really remember, say is... Remember a month ago when fucking white people were protesting because they couldn't get a haircut? Yeah. With guns? Yeah. And nothing happened? Remember that? Remember that super fun time? I'm very upset. It it is. Yeah, it's a scary time right now. And it hopefully, is. you know, in the words of, of one of my favorite films, you know, this the, the the day only gets bright when the night hits its darkest dark. I paraphrase that to, to complete oblivion, but I'll stick with it. Um, the night is always darkest before the dawn. No, it, it the day will be bright, but before it, the night has to get really dark. <laughs> that's that's exactly what Aaron Eckhart said, and I did it verbatim. I, a verbatim line. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what movie you're talking about. Day bad. Ah. Well, I I guess my name is Sam Bannigan and I'm Andrew Thomas. Do we got anything else to add? Uh support black artists. Mm-hmm. Watch movies by people of color. Watch TV by people of color. There are lots of great movies and TV shows and books and poems and music to consume while we're all still stuck inside because of the pandemic support people of color. That's, that's what I want to say. Um, to everyone who's outside for all the brave, brave people and all the people who are fortunate enough to have a living situation who could go out and could protest because, you know, nothing happens until people's feet are on the ground. Uh, 
Uh, I love I love you all, and I support you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. This, you know, Malcolm X was doing it the wrong way, too. Martin Luther King was doing it the wrong way, too. Uh, uh, every person who fought for change was doing it the wrong way. So yep. keep that in mind. And yeah, time to plug ourselves. <laughs> time to go back into uh, that will of capitalism. <laughs> go, go back, go back right on into it. Um, no, uh, the welcome back is is produced in part by Lennox Studios on Patreon.com. I don't want you to even think about supporting us right now. Uh, if you were thinking about joining our Patreon this month, wait until next month. Yeah, we'll still be here. We'll still be making a podcast. But whatever you were planning on donating. Uh, to us via Patreon, please donate to a charity of your choice in these times. Um, there are bail funds across America and in Canada. There are other, uh, just like your local Black Lives Matter chapter, donate to them. They take donations for supplies and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. That's that's where where uh, we want your money to go. Yes. If we, you- don't, we don't need it. If you donate to to chor- uh, charity like that, you're gonna help someone get out of jail. You're gonna ha- help someone's life not be ruined. When you donate to yeah. us, I don't buy Captain Crunch. I buy generic Captain Crunch. So yeah, that's the way you should look at it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, thank you for continuing to listen to this podcast. If you want in the future, we have episodes every week. Um. That but are right lighter. now, like that. Yeah, this is our like deepest, darkest episode, and I was a big fan. Uh, uh, so was I. Uh, so we promised that we're funnier in other episodes. Yeah. Even just last week, we were funnier, and we yeah. did Man of Steel. Oh <laughs> uh, yes! What a, what a time! And what next time. week, we're going to do Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And uh, guess what? We're going to talk about racism in that one, too. Yes, we will. Just, hey, remember, Goodbye. everybody, just remember, do the right thing. Yeah, so cheesy. So cheesy. <laughs> <laughs>